0: It was just after midnight. The only sound was the gale-force wind howling through the ironwork, blowing in off the river. The snow was almost a blizzard, small flakes flying fast, horizontal. It was cold. I was cold. I pulled up the collar of my overcoat, leaned over the parapet, and stared down into the darkness. The lights from the aquarium and the Market Street Bridge sparkled on the surface of the water. Whitecaps on a river? This is no place to be. So what the hell am I doing here? A good question, and one for which I had no good answer. I'd spent the hours before midnight at the Sorbonne, a fancy name for a dump of ill repute, "'one of Chattanooga's sleaziest bars. "'I frequented it more often than I probably should, uh, "'mostly to keep an eye on the lowlifes that inhabit the place. "'That's what I do. "'Yep, I'd had a couple of drinks. "'Yes, really, it was only two. "'And no, I wasn't drunk. "'If you want to know the truth, I was bored.' bored out of my brains watching the drunken idiots hitting on women they didn't know were hookers. At first, it was kind of funny. Then, just pathetic. Finally, I'd had enough. I left the Sorbonne a little before twelve. The company had been bad, the liquor terrible, and the music, well, how do they listen to that stuff? Late as it was, I wasn't ready to go home, so I figured I'd take a walk, wander the streets a little, then grab a cab and go to bed. That was a stupid thing to do. Chattanooga isn't the friendliest town at midnight in winter, but there I was. I ended up on the Walnut Street Bridge, freezing my ass off staring down into the water and i was a little nervous i wasn't worried that i might get mugged or anything far from it i'm a big guy and an ex cop and i was carrying a concealed smith and wesson m&p9 in a shoulder rig under my left arm but there was something in the air that night something other than the driving snow and I could feel it. It made my skin crawl. Something I couldn't put my finger on. I'd walked a few yards north on Broad, turned right on Fifth, then left on Walnut, and from there to the bridge, a pedestrian-only walkway across the Tennessee River to North Shore. I was still on the south side, on the second span, leaning on the parapet, looking west along Riverfront Parkway. I must have been standing there, shiverin for more than thirty minutes when I saw her. Well, I heard her first. She was on Walnut, running toward me, her heels clickin on the sidewalk. I recognized her. I'd seen her earlier in the Sorbonne. She'd been sitting at the bar with two men, two tough-looking creeps one tall and black with slick back hair the other one not so black better dressed smaller and obviously the alpha they were both wearing those shiny quilted jackets i'd wondered at the time what the hell she was doing there with them she was out of their league by a mile a classy good-looking woman who looked as if she'd be more at home at the country club Then at Benny Hinkle's sleazy dive, she was maybe twenty-six or twenty-seven years old and wearing one of those little black dress things that cling and stick to every curve. She had red hair, not that gaudy, fiery orange kids seem to go for these days, a muted amber that was either her own or had to cost more than most people earned in a week but it was her face that grabbed you. She might have been right out of one of those glossy fashion mags,